0: A warrant has been issued for Joe Mixon on aggravated menacing. And uh, this is not good news for for Joe Mixon or the Bengals. The Bengals were looking to probably move on from Joe anyway. So I don't know at the end of the day, this is the worst news for the offense. Joe Mixon's been stagnant and, and not really playing at a high level anyway he's done he's been he's been worn down to a little nub waiting on this Bengal team to become what the Bengal team has now become so we need a Jameer Gibbs in here in Cincinnati anyway but Joe Mixon is he done is he ever going to play football again this guy's got a a, a checkered past with uh, domestic abuse especially toward women this guy is wanted for aggravated menacing let me read this to you Okay, Mixon accused of pointing a gun at a woman downtown in Cincinnati. He allegedly said, "You should be popped." Essentially, uh, we're breaking this down and more. This is absolutely crazy. The NFL is not going to look good uh, or look on this in, in a in a way to a uh, forgiving way. And the Bengals may take action right away. Wouldn't shock me if the Bengals said,
1: "You've just been Smitty
0: disapproved." And if the Bengals do that, we know for sure, for certain, because P. Ryan's a free agent too. We know for certain this club is looking for a Jameer Gibbs They're looking for a, a Zach Charbonnet. They're looking to get Charbonnet quite possibly.
2: Get Charbonnet. Pop quite, open a nice bottle of Charbonnet.
0: Quite possibly looking to get Charbonnet. Who wouldn't be? So the fantasy football show and everything that we do here, phone calls, questions, rants, it all begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show, live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Hey, this is not good for Joe Mixon, who has a very checkered past with domestic abuse. There's a fo- footage of this guy back in college uh, leveling a female just leveling her uh, in, in like a food court or a restaurant or something. I mean, he it's one of the most uh, most gruesome hits you could see somebody strike at another individual right in the face. And the Bengals were the only team in the NFL, the only team that wanted to give him a chance. And he stayed out of trouble for the most part, but looks like Joe Mixon's doing Joe Mixon things, things that, in, in, in innocent until proven guilty, I suppose we need to go that route. Um, so maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here, but with his checkered past, it's pretty hard to imagine this thing's getting fabricated, uh, because I personally was, was of the thinking that no team was going to give this guy a shot. No team was going to give this guy a shot walking into, uh, the NFL draft combine situation back then, back in the day. But the Bengals said, we'll give you a chance. We, we are willing to forgive you and overlook it. And for the most part, like I said, no no huge problems, but this is crazy. This is absolute madness, and I don't think the NFL or the Bengals are going to put up with it. I think the Bengals take action before the NFL takes action. That's my prediction. You know, like think about it from this perspective. I, I know this is this is really cold to think of it like this, but the Bengals want to probably move on from this guy. They know, they probably do. They're probably saying, okay, Joe's got value. He did he did fairly well at times during the season. I'm not saying he didn't have a big monster game, but he has definitely fallen off a little bit. He's been a been abused, overworked, and the Bengals need fresh blood in the running game. The Bengals need somebody that's gonna come in and, and be electric. Somebody like. Jameer Gibbs, if you will. The moon man dropping loads in outer space. Look at him. Jameer Gibbs in the very center, top center of the screen. Space monster. This is the next Alvin Kamara. It's the next Alvin Kamara. I don't care what anybody says. I believe he's the next Alvin Kamara. And... He could catch 900 receiving yards up, uh, from Joe Burrow. Like, this is the kind of running back you want in Cincinnati. You you want a running back that could be 900-900. You don't want a 1,500-yard back. You want Joe Burrow just smoking a cigar, tossing dimes all over the, the field, and now he gets to dump off. Can you imagine how good Joe Burrow would be? People are getting Burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get Burrowed. Can you imagine... How good, how good Joe Burrow would be, cigar-smoking Joe, if he could do dump-off things like other quarterbacks get to do. I'm not saying Mixon can't catch. I'm not saying P. Ryan hasn't done good. But you put a 900-900 Alvin Kamara caliber running back in the Cincinnati Bengals situation, and you've got Joe Burrow on a whole new level. And so I, I am excited about, about this Your rookie moon men have a probable landing spot after this news. Thank you, William, for the confirmation. You've just been Smitty approved. William's comment just got Smitty approved. I'll just tell you that right now. To the moon. To the The moon. To the moon. Uh, This is crazy. Let me go to some of the questions in the chat because I'm curious what you guys are thinking. Travis is first in the building. Double A is second. uh, James is third. It's Jameer Gibbs time, baby, says Ian. Uh, Mealy in the house. What's menacing, Smitty? Menacing is kind of like what Joe Burrow does on the field. But you can't do those things out in the real world. It's considered menacing. Okay, Joe Burrowing is on the field doing the same thing, causing trouble, being a menace to society on the field. Legal. Being a menace off the field. Do you see Joe Burrow being a menace off the field? No, you don't. You see Joe Burrow walking around, walking around. Where's my, where's my, where's my robe when I need it? Walking around, okay? Okay, this is Joe Burrow. This is Joe Burrow off the field, okay? Joe Burrow doesn't menace off the field. You can only menace on the field. When you menace on the field, you score touchdowns and you smoke cigars. Joe Burrow off the field is Joe Cool. Does he lose his, his cool? No, he's called Joe Cool. Does he menace? No, he doesn't. That's not legal off the field. It's, it's real simple. Menacing. Don't pull out any kind of weapon and point it at somebody. That's men, that's non-menacing 101. Uh, wearing something smooth and cool off the field to keep you, keep you in a relaxed state. That's men, non-menacing number two. Smoking a cigar, wearing... Uh, uh, uh pink shirts and doing all the Joe cool things. Like this guy looks so smooth off the field. He doesn't care what anybody thinks. He'll wear a Care Bear shirt. And you're not going to say a word, are you? That's what I thought. Because Joe cool is cool. He's as cool as the other side of the pillow. He doesn't menace off the field. Mixon, you should be ashamed of yourself. And your track record makes me believe it. Okay, I said it. I said it. Maybe I'm jumping to conclusions, but your track record makes me believe it. You punched someone, you punched a, an, a woman in the face in college, and I don't think you deserve the benefit of the doubt right now. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I just don't, I'm going to start getting excited. Let me sit down. Let me sit down so I don't menace in the, in the office, in the studio here. Um, let's see here. What's going on, everybody? East Coast Taddy, what did East Coast Taddy do now? Did he drop yet another, uh, another? Let me see if I can get over there. Um, East Coast Taddy doing East Coast Taddy thing. He's always okay. Let's see here. Let me put this right here. All right, Smitty, what's what's going on? Appreciate you being in here. East Coast East Coast Taddy gifted five exclusive memberships to the moon. To the moon. I appreciate you, East Coast Taddy. Uh, Let's see what everybody's saying. Hopefully, Cincinnati trades for Clyde. That's another thing I was going to talk about. Spakula, you stole my thunder, broski. You stole my thunder. I know Clyde has been disappointing. Um, Let's just go right there. He's been disappointing. He's been really, really disappointing. And I'm not saying that that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is for sure, in any way, shape, or form, going to ever get another shot as a starting running back. I'm not not an idiot. Uh, You know, all the time, at least. I'm not. I may I may appear that way to some people, but Clyde Edwards Alaire. Keep in mind that that Kansas City can kind of ruin a player right now. They they're kind of like an an amazing location, you know, on its face. But then you're always like they spread the ball around too much now. You don't you can't really count on anybody having a very solid role. Like look at McKinnon looking amazing. Now they back up off McKinnon a little bit. then they, they roll Pacheco out there. Then they kind of back off him. They use McKinnon. Then they put Pacheco back into full full gear mode. That's the way they operate in Kansas City. You know, Kelsey could have huge games than not. Like, that's KC. That's KC. So, to assume that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is completely washed up and, and isn't capable of going somewhere where his quarterback from college, his quarterback, Joe Burrow... I didn't say this. Joe Burrow said this. Do you guys believe Joe Burrow? I believe Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow said that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is the best college football player he's ever played with in his entire life. He played with both Bosa brothers. He played with, with uh, Chase. He he played with... This guy has played with the best of the best, bro. J- Joe For Joe Burrow to say Clyde Edwards-Alaire was the best college football player that he has ever played against or played with. And Joe Burrow played against every single... Elite monster from his draft class and before, like like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow played against the best college athletes, period. And he said Clyde edwards alaire is the best. Co- like he said this about all of his other teammates too. It wasn't like he's saying that about everybody. He said Clyde edwards alaire was the best player he's ever played with in college, and Clyde was a monster in college. And Clyde should be given another chance. And he kind of has the Gio Giovanni Bernard feel anyway. And he's kind of built to be. What the Bengals would want out of the the running back, which is why I want I want Jameer Gibbs over Bijan in Cincinnati. I'm not saying I like Jameer over over Bijan in terms of fantasy or football, you know, decision making or whatever. I'm saying in this context with the fit in in question, Clyde and and Jameer Gibbs, they're all very very similar. Uh, or they're both very, very similar to what the Bengals would want to use them for. So maybe Clyde and, and Spacula just stole my thunder. Maybe Clyde ends up getting traded to the Cincinnati Bengals in the offseason for like a third or fourth round pick or something garbage-like. And can you imagine what that could be? What that could mean? This guy, Joe Burrow, loves him. We could see Clyde revival. I'm not saying... It's guaranteed. I'm not saying even if Clyde went over there, he would succeed. There's some questions about his ability to stay healthy and all that. But maybe if he's sitting there in a dynasty league somewhere, just laying on the on the waiver wire floor, you might want to look to scoop him up. If you're in a dynasty league and you can get him for literally a fourth round rookie pick or something, you might want to just take a little look-see under the hood. And potentially consider this could be a, a preemptive measure that you're doing here, and it could be a nothing burger. Um, understand both. Understand both. But I just wanted to mention that our <laughs> Spagula, great question, though, Spagula, great, great, uh, great timing, I, I should say. This whole thing's great timing. I was ready to go live for the 7 p.m. show, and this news popped right up. Uh, but Joe Mixon, um, menacing warrant issued for his arrest. Uh, the statement from the team. Let's see. Let's read this other piece right here. So, anyways, I read this. He allegedly said, "You should be popped." Um, I mean, I don't know if this is true. I don't know if the wording was true, but it fits the bill for what this guy did in his past, especially toward women. Um, he's he's got an aggressive, abusive tendency apparently, and and I, I'm not gonna make mis- I'm, not, I'm not gonna make excuses for him or or, or draw a line and say. That, that he deserves uh, you know deserves our pause when he literally if you if you were to Google the Joe Mixon college assault video clip you would say this guy's disgusting you would literally say that you would say oh my god what this guy did to a woman sitting down in in a in a chair in a restaurant it was like a food quarter restaurant what he did to her is disgusting Joe Mixon's disgusting for it and i've always felt that way i'm pretty i'm pretty unbiased i don't let a lot of things cloud my judgment or my evaluation of a player but i've thought for a long time joe mixon's a disgusting individual just absolute disgusting menace is what uh, a very good word to use for him and this right here kind of proves it you know um i'm kind of glad i get to say it i've been wanting to say it for a while he's a menace he is a menace he's proven to be a menace since he was in college and now he's doing menacing things. And P. Ryan Hot Prime is a free agent, my guy. They could bring him back, but he's also an old man. I believe he's 31 years old. Samaji P. Ryan he's like 30, 30, 31, something like that, but he's also a free agent. The Bengals have nobody. Once they release him, probably in the middle of my live stream, the Bengals may release him. You think I'm you think I'm 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 but I'm not. The Bengals could release him. And if they release him in the middle of the live stream, let me know and we'll put it up on screen. But this is awful for the Bengals, awful for Joe Mixon, awful for the, the woman involved, awful all the way around. Okay, um, and don't come in here and defend a man that, that literally punched a woman defenseless in the face in college and potentially did this. Okay, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not, it's not a good look in the chat. Warrant has been issued for Bengals running back Joe Mixon on one count of aggravated menacing. I'll I'll be honest. I haven't heard aggravated menacing. That's a new one. That's certainly an interesting one. Um, Statement from the team. The club is aware... Uh, misdemeanor charges have been raised against Joe Mixon. The club is investigating the situation and will not comment further at this time. My guess is they're deciding whether they they pull the plug on a player they probably already want to pull the plug on. This is an excuse for the Bengals to say, time to move on at the running back position. We don't think Mixon's got it anymore. Now we can release the man. Uh, We'll see. We'll see if they cut him or not. Definitely think. Yeah, Noah Noah says he didn't know that he did that in college. Noah, if you google the the video footage of Joe Mixon in college, you will come back and say that guy's disgusting. He's a disgusting menace for what he did to that woman. I don't care what she did to him. She was sitting there. The video footage is very clear. So no one can no one, no one should defend Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's done anyway, yeah. Put the hammer down, says Double A. Old man P. Ryan, let's go. Mixon, the menace. Bro, we got to do some kind of menace board. In fact, you know what, Joe Mixon?
3: And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus.
0: Joe Mixon, you have outdone yourself yet again. And we are going to put you forever on. Maybe we keep him forever. Oh, how did this happen? Hold on.
3: And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus.
0: Alright, let's try that again. I had to redo that scene. Joe Mixon, maybe we keep him on this forever. Forever. Maybe he's an official. When you do something as stupid as this, on top of something you already did that we really want to say he's stupid for doing it, uh, just watch so silver let me just let me just say this right now for all of you any of you that want to come in and defend Joe Mixon don't do it don't do it because you're about to look pretty silly Silver had never seen the video he just YouTubed and pulled up the Joe Mixon punching in in college where he levels this woman who's not even aggravating him at all she's just sitting there and he just absolutely levels her and silver didn't see it yet Silver says just watch the video of him punching that woman. And he's he's beside himself. Okay. But I think maybe when you do something as stupid as Joe Mixon in college, and then you start repeating yourself in, in, in the in the pros, you forever will be on the, the planet Uranus list. And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. Uh What's, what's Scooby saying? Scooby, this news is old as... No, it's not. What are you talking... It just happened five minutes ago, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? There's a warrant out... Oh, here, Scooby. Scooby, read the room, bro. I appreciate you, but here, Scooby, this is for you. Warrant issued for his arrest right now, bro. Right now, Scooby. This isn't old. It's five minutes old. Issued for aggravated menacing charges where he pointed... A, a a a gun at a woman's face that said you should be popped. So I I think we're pretty much. Um, Electro just watched the footage from college. Says oh my god that was brutal. She wasn't sitting down. Okay, maybe she was sitting down. I forget. It's it's been a while since I've seen it, but I know it stuck with me. She might have been standing next to a table. It looked like a food court, didn't it? It was like a food court, and he just leveled her. That was old Scooby. But it doesn't matter. He's repeating himself, apparently. Okay, Bengals trading for Bijan or drafting Bijan for sure, says Scorp. I don't know. I don't think so. I think they're going after Jameer Gibbs, but, bro, bro, I'd love either one. I think the Bengals need one of those hybrid Jameer Gibbs, Alvin Kamara type players. Or they trade for Clyde. Um... I mean like that can haunt someone forever. Well, when you repeat your mistakes, it certainly can. Just watch the video. Noah, Noah says, and he said, geez, he's on. He's like put a back. The video we're talking about is the old video. Um, Hot Prime says news. Joe Mixon has been signed maximum $12 an hour by Waffle House. Uh, bro, he's probably who knows what's going to happen to him. you talking about something five years ago. Scooby I'm not I'm I'm referencing something That happened Over five years ago That's related to his behaviors Are you really trying to defend a guy That may have just pulled out a, a Bro come on Joe Mixon on the run He gonna do Bro Joe Mixon Who knows what happens to him bro Okay Call in
3: call into the show call, call, call into the show
0: the people defending it's, I knew someone was going to defend Scooby I appreciate you though I don't want you to think I'm mad at you but like don't, don't don't try and defend Joe Mixon at all talking about how old the footage was of him leveling a female there's no excuse for it bro Um, dial in if you, if you got a, a question or concern, or you want to talk about this. I, I think, you know, looking at this board here, Cincinnati Bengals are at the 31 pick, right? Um, or actually this has got to change because of the, they're now the, what are they? Is they're, they got bumped out. They're not the 31 pick anymore. That was me predicting a Super Bowl win. <laughs> that was me. Let's go Philly. Uh, let's go KC. I'll have to look into this. To see if. Uh, how this how this shakes out. I don't know if that's correct actually. But Cincinnati. Let me see if I can pull it up on the live. With uh, the 2020. 2023 NFL draft order. It obviously is dependent on the finish, but there's some kind of, um, that New Orleans pick is throwing me off, and I don't know if that Casey pick is their own pick, or if that's something else, I just have to check. I just want to make sure, I want to double check this, Um, NFL draft order picks 29-31, through okay, so it looks like uh, 29 is the Saints, 28 is the Bengals, okay, that Saints pick is, is, is the one that was... Okay, so 28 is the Bengals. I got it right. 29 is the Saints. And then it comes down to uh, 30 and 31 being KC Philadelphia. And I'm going to predict Philly on this one. So I think I have it right. I have the board right. Uh, so the the Bengals have picked 28. Bengals have picked 28. And they're, they're probably at a very good positioning to get Jameer Gibbs there. Um, I would prefer them to move up a little bit to ensure it. But... You know, you look at this board and say Buffalo is definitely Jameer Gibbs capable. Dallas is not probably going Jameer Gibbs. New York Giants are, depending on if they re-sign Barkley, I think they franchise tag Barkley. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars won't take him. The Vikings won't take him. The Baltimore Ravens won't take him. They, I mean, they could, but I doubt they do. The Chargers, you never know with the Chargers if they want to do some kind of um, you know, dynamic duo situation, but they probably would draft a, a ground-and-pound runner, not necessarily a, a, a Eckler, you know, version of Eckler. So Seattle, Tampa Bay, no, kind of feels like a great spot, actually. You know, the only team that could step on the parade is the Giants if they don't franchise tag uh, Saquon. And um, that's it. Buffalo. Buffalo and the Giants are the only two teams... They could step on the Jameer Gibbs to the to the Cincinnati Bengal Parade at 28. So, um, for anybody asking what happened, Joe Mixon is in some trouble. Let's just say that to the point where I could see him getting released, you know, within the hour or two. Joe Mixon warrant out for Joe Mixon for aggravated menacing, pointing a weapon at a woman in Cincinnati. We don't know what she did to him, but he, he pointed a weapon and said the things that you see on the screen right here. You can read them for yourself. Uh, get Burrowed, O-Lineman, first round, then come back at the top of the second for Sean Tucker. Look, I can get behind that all day long, peanut butter and jelly time. I 100% don't mind that at all. You get an offensive lineman to protect Joseph Cigar Smoking Burrow. You might get Charbonnet. You might get Sean Tucker. Who knows if Jameer Gibbs falls? You never really know. Or, peanut butter and jelly time, you could trade up your third-round pick and have two second-round... round, round or, or trade your second-round pick up and try and get two first-round picks is what I would probably do. I'm aggressive, though. How is Moore going to use Eckler? Uh, I don't know, bro. I think Eckler is somebody that uh, I would draft, certainly, if he fell to a ridiculous value. But I'm probably not going near Austin Eckler at his currently probably top five overall value, given he's 28 years old. And the only running back to excel at the age of 28 in recent years with the way the running backs are getting overworked these days is Derrick Henry. Um, He's an anomaly. And your boy Smitty didn't go near Derrick Henry last year at his cost of entry. But it doesn't mean I failed at that because I still drafted somebody I like just as much as Derrick Henry. This is the whole, you're wrong. You're not wrong even when you're wrong if you're smart about what you're doing, though. Avoiding risk is not bad. Avoiding Derrick Henry last year wasn't ridiculous. It wasn't a stupid move. There were times where you questioned whether Henry, you were like, oh, Henry may have fallen off. There are about two times during the season where the entire fantasy football population thought maybe... Henry had fallen off, and then he he bounced back. I mean, you, you're lying to yourself if you think there wasn't at least two moments where he went through a stretch of of, of games where you're like, uh-oh. There was. Um, he proved himself. He did absolutely amazing. At the end of the day, I give him his flowers, but I'm still avoiding risk to the same tune. I'm still using logic to say 28 is the new 30. 30. 28 is the new 30. 29 is the new 31. And so at 30, I'm out. And 27 is the new thirty. It just is. You can look at the data all you want, um, but but Eckler's in a void for me. I'm not going near Eckler unless he falls ridiculously low into the bottom of round one, which he won't. And if he does, I'll take him, start him for a month, and trade him high in week five, six, seven. That's just the way I operate, and and I stay away from older players, pretty much on the regular. Because odds are you're going to get disappointed. Odds are you're going to get lingering issues and injuries. Odds are you will get burned. Mixon had classified documents next to his Corvette. Uh, Do you think Rodgers goes to the Raiders, Smitty? Very, very possible. Going to the Brady and Rodgers board. we got to call it the Aaron Rodgers board now. Um, You've got now the Saints in the mix as a top team. Potentially for a quarterback, the Bucks. Now that Brady's gone, the Jets, the Raiders, and the Miami Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins, the news has been trending that they're okay with Tua, but it's not that they're okay with Tua as their starter. They're saying Tua should be healthy for the start of the year, is what the reports are saying. And I honestly don't buy them, number one. Number two, it's not that I don't buy them, I know them to be false. These These claims that Tua is no more likely to get concussed than any other player in the NFL— is hogwash. Absolute ludicrous uh, evaluation of concussions. These people that are speaking on this, they aren't concussion specialists. They can't be. They can't be because a concussion specialist will tell you and has already told you on news reports and interviews that Tua should walk away now and not suffer one more concussion to decide whether he should step away. I don't buy that, that, that Miami Mike is sold on Tua, even though the reports have... Shaped it that way. Is it possible? Yes. Is there a world? There is absolutely a world where where this guy Miami Mike thinks that he only needs Tua Tagovailoa. Tua There's a shot that he only thinks he needs Tua Tagovailoa for his quarterback room. There's a shot. There's a shot. And I personally don't want or trust him as my starting quarterback. And that's nothing negative toward him. Or I feel bad for him, prayer is up, but he's not going to stay upright. He's not going to stay upright. Tua will not stay upright. Um, So Raiders feel like the lead dog for either uh, Lamar or Aaron Rodgers if Lamar is going to be franchise tag and traded. We don't know if he will be. Aaron Rodgers feels like we've kind of had this die down a little bit, but it's still a possibility he goes to New York. But we're kind of feeling a little different about it right now, I think, for some reason. The vibe just doesn't feel like, it, it's like, it's not like the, the news has been chasing it. It's kind of, it kind of, as soon as Hackett got signed, there was a lot of buzz about it, and then it kind of fell flat. So, I feel like Aaron Rodgers to Vegas is the most likely, getting reunited with his boy, Devontae Adams. Then on top of that, last night, when your boy Smitty was about to wind down, Devontae Adams tweeted this in response to... When he, he so basically, Adams did this. He went on Twitter and he said, I'm going to answer 15 questions. And this Las Vegas locally probably trolling, trying to get their, their name out there. They said, Which neighborhood is Aaron Rodgers moving to? And Devontae Adams repeated, Mine. And so this happened really late last night. Everybody's been reporting on it this morning. And this afternoon, your boy Smitty went live on it last night. Go watch the video where we talk about how this is adding fuel to the fire that, that A-Rod maybe is looking like a lead dog candidate for the Raiders now. Um, now, this is just Devontae Adams tweeting. It doesn't mean anything. He may not have a single uh, idea what's going on behind closed doors, right? Probably doesn't because things can't even happen right now. There are conversations that can be had and all that. But Aaron Rodgers isn't on the move yet. This is Adams wanting it to happen, but that's a great sign because Adams wants it to happen. Adams wanted out. Adams wanted away from Aaron Rodgers to go play with his best friend, Derek Carr. Now you have him saying, mine, his bestie again. Now that his current bestie, Derek Carr, is on the way out and he knows that, he's in trouble. And the Raiders are even in more trouble than Adams if no big-name signal caller comes in. You know why? Because they've got a ton of money wrapped up and tied into Devontae Adams. What are they going to do? Not get a weapon to feed their big, expensive weapon, Devontae Adams? The answer is no. They're not going to go that route. They're going to try their very hardest to acquire Aaron Rodgers at almost no expense. They're going to try their very best to go get this guy Lamar Jackson and he's gonna to want to come play with Devonte Adams, uh, Jackson, Lamar Jackson is gonna to want to go play with Garrett Wilson and play for the New York Football Jets with a great defense. Lamar Jackson is gonna to want to go to Miami and throw footballs to two wide receivers and Jalen Waddle and Garrett Wilson. That he hasn't had, he hasn't sniffed one of those wide receivers ever in his history with uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. And he's all about proving he's a pocket passer. Whether we agree with that or not, we don't. We think okay, he's he's definitely a running quarterback. Without his running, he's not even a top 10 quarterback. He's just not. In Miami, he would be. In Miami, you could cut his running in half and you get all the production you need in this Miami Mike spread out arsenal attack where you've got two track stars in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell just knifing around all over the field. And this guy, Lamar Jackson, would be phenomenal in Miami. He'd be phenomenal in the in a Raiders uniform, and he'd be pretty darn good in a Jets uniform. Better ranked, in my opinion, than in Baltimore, where I have him around 6'7 for quarterbacks in 2023, with a big caveat and concern that he could get injured, that he's a big injury risk running 180 to 200 times a season in Baltimore, where they abuse him, and don't give him wide receivers, don't give him what he needs, this guy wants to prove himself. And again, I'm not saying he is a pocket passer, but he would look and appear to be an absolute menace pocket passer in Miami, in Miami Mike's system, where Tua Tua Tagovailoa was proven to be an elite quarterback even though he wasn't because of the system. And so Lamar, same thing would happen. He'd vault into my top five quarterbacks, right there with Fields, neck and neck with Fields if he's in Miami, neck and neck with Fields if he's in if he's in Las Vegas. And then with TBA in a Jets uniform, I still love it. It'd still be very very good, but Fields and him would be a little bit more of an argument to to go Fields. Maybe we'll see. I love love the Jets landing spot on it on the surface, but I don't love the potential vulturing that it would create, the vulturing touchdown situation that it would create for Brees Hall. However, can you say that that's counteracted by the fact that the team will move the football down the field and be near the red zone more often? That Brees Hall's yards per carry would go up with an efficient quarterback that's throwing footballs all over the field to guys like Garrett Wilson revitalizing Elijah Moore's career and doing all that. So it's better than nothing. It's better than Jimmy G, Lamar Jackson vulturing A rushing quarterback is better than Jimmy G for Brees Hall, but certainly Aaron Rodgers would be better. Derek Carr might even be slightly better for Brees Hall because he's competent enough to throw the football and get it to a guy like Garrett Wilson. He did that for Devontae Adams, but can he win games? That's Derek Carr's problem. It's not can he be fantasy good. Can he feed his wide receiver fantasy productive numbers? He can do that. Garrett Wilson's safe. Garrett Wilson's safe. Uh... So, anyway, this this piece of news here, Devonte Adams saying Aaron Rodgers is coming to my neighborhood it doesn't mean he has any information. What it means is he's very open-minded to it, which which means that the re- relationship is definitely not on the rocks between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, something we all wondered and a lot of reports were suggesting that there was a beef and Adams wanted out. He wanted to get out of Aaron Rodgers' shadow. But look, he's he's begging him to come because guess what? Number one, he realizes maybe he made a mistake that, 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 that Aaron Rodgers is uh, a potential uh, top quarterback quarterback the, the, in the NFL in the history of the NFL that he misses and wants throwing him the football that maybe Darren Derek Carr's best friend had some they had some good memories in college but it wasn't quite the same when they rekindled the relationship and they and then they hit it up in, 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 in uh, Las Vegas and it didn't go as planned this guy Devontae Adams doesn't want to be left without a quarterback and he knows he can lure in his buddy by doing things like that so unbelievable unbelievable the tweet was amazing we went live on it we talked about it for over an hour and 10 15 minutes something like that and i had a blast with you last night talking about this this is why you got to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already this is why you got to hit the notification bell because not only does your boy smitty go live at 7 p.m eastern every monday through friday like right now we're also live whenever news breaks like right now just happened to be the mix in breaking news was right right in front of the launching of the monday through friday show so this is. one and the same right now, but last night was a live stream. Last night was an unscheduled breaking news live stream based on what Devontae Adams dropped on Twitter when he said that he would love for Aaron Rodgers to come to his squad when he tweeted out, mine, my neighborhood. Aaron Rodgers is coming to my neighborhood. Trolling back at the the troller or not, it's news, and it means something, and, and it's important. And I'm pretty excited for it, to be honest with you. So Aaron Rodgers to Vegas seems like the most likely the Jets are another option. I believe Aaron Rodgers is gone. The reason I think Aaron Rodgers is gone, and this could change, because as Ron Navy mentioned earlier in the week, He thinks he probably loves his wide receivers now in Green Bay. He's built rapport with them. He's probably excited to mature along this guy, Christian Watson. At the same time, though, Aaron Rodgers isn't getting it done in Green Bay, and he wants a Super Bowl, and I think he thinks he can get one in a Las Vegas Raider uniform, especially if they bring in another quarterback they may draft. Look, here's the thing. I don't think this this pick, you never know, but I don't think this pick right here, this pick that the Raiders have at seven, needs to be used. To go get Aaron Rodgers. You never know. They could use it. They could use. I I highly doubt they use it. But you never know. They could. If they were to keep this pick. And somehow acquire Aaron Rodgers anyway. Okay. Hopefully they don't have to surrender that pick. But if they acquire Aaron Rodgers. And keep the number 7 pick. If they draft Bijan Robinson. And bring in Aaron Rodgers. What do you think this team is capable of. In 2023. I ask you to call in. I ask you to tell me what your thoughts are. If. The Raiders acquire Aaron Rodgers without surrendering the number seven pick, and they draft Bijan John Robinson to replace Josh Jacobs because they can't afford Aaron Rodgers and Josh Jacobs as a re-signed player. What happens? What happens to the Raiders? Are they a lead dog candidate for a Super Bowl appearance in 2023? I want to know your thoughts. Dial it.
3: Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show.
0: dial in your boy smitty's gonna take your phone calls adam's tweet baby adam's tweet baby is mixing done devante adams is he trying to lure aaron Rodgers into a las vegas raider uniform hit that thumb up button on your way in the door 160 of you in here and only 50 thumbs up please punch that thumb up button um who do the raiders give up then I don't know. That's why I'm afraid that that pick will be involved. I just don't know what Aaron Rodgers' draft capital is going to be, or draft capital, trade capital, comparatively to draft picks, given he's got one year, probably one year left, and some concern. You know, there's going to be some, hey, we, you know, we pretty much think he's probably still got it, but we're buying an older player that's contemplated retiring. and, And so we're not giving the number seven pick away. That's a high pick. To give a future first rounder, maybe. You know, and, and if if uh, when you think about it, the Packers are in rebuild mode the moment they trade Aaron Rodgers away. So a future first isn't a big deal. Bijan or Porter Junior Swift will bounce back, says Hod Prime. Um, we'll see. We'll see how. How about Bijan DeCincy, the tripod? Uh, we would love that. We would love that. The Mars men
3: He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars men. can you imagine if all three were on the same team? <laughs>
0: but the Bengals have to trade up, loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. The Bengals would have to trade up to, in order to do that. But can you imagine if the Mars men were all on the same team? It would be phenomenal, bro. But they'd have to trade up because, as you can see right here on the draft board, the Bengals are picking a 28 year, 28. Uh, overall. There's no way they're getting Bijan there, so they have to trade up where? To what? the 8, 7, 9, 10? Eagles will take them at 10. I'm pretty sure. So, let's see here. Um, Hey guys, uh, do me a favor. If you are New to underdog fantasy? Go to well, if you've never done underdog fantasy, go to to go to this link right now that I'm going to drop. And you want to do this because there's so much fun to be had in having extra skin in the game when you're watching a uh, uh, the Super Bowl. And there's nothing better than literally having some contests on the line where you do these 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 higher lows, right? So go to, go, first of all, go to Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY. I dropped the link in the live chat. The link is also in the description. And we do drafts constantly. So there's two reasons to do this. Number one, the Super Bowl is coming up. You want to get that, that that $100 match, uh, dollar for dollar, if you're new to Underdog and you use promo code SMITTY or the link that I just pinned and the link that's in the description. Underdog, code SMITTY, use the link, and it will put the, the code in for you. If you deposit $100, they'll give you 100. If you say I don't want to deposit 100, I want to deposit 10 or 20, they'll give you 10 or 20. Whatever you deposit, they'll give it back. And the great part is, you're going to go into the Super Bowl with more to root for, you know? Like if you if you say I want the over I want the higher on Mahomes, you know, 279 passing yards. I want the the under on on McKinnon's t- twenty-three rushing yards, whatever, and you put five of these together on one contest. It it play, it it pays twenty times, twenty-time multiplier. So five dollars will get you a dollars Ten dollars will get you two hundred. Fifteen will get you three hundred. Twenty dollars will get you four hundred dollars if you if you land all five of the higher lows. And then on top of that, the most important reason to go sign up, uh, promo code Smitty, link pinned in the live chat, is because we draft at night we draft at night and if you're not signed up and ready to go you're not going to be able to jump in the drafts as soon as we start them and we start them immediately we jump in and we go okay jump jump in that draft and if you're not signed up and you've got to do all that you're going to miss the draft so go do it now be prepared do a minimum of 10 bucks and they'll give you 10 bucks and you'll be ready to go uh dial into the show
3: call into the show call, call, call into the show
0: Um, Brian, maybe the fantasy, not real life. What's Ben saying that for? What did Brian say? I'm always curious. Sometimes give up Higgins for Bijan. Yeah, there. Higgins. I don't think Higgins. You'll get that. Like that's. I think that's true. You're not going to get that the pick unless you get a late pick and then Bijan falls. But you're not getting a top twelve pick for for Higgins because Higgins commands a big contract too, so it's kind of like a kick to the nads. You trade for a player, give up high draft capital, and then they want they want a monster contract. And there's talk about Higgins being traded right now, which I don't know that is, is very accurate. Um, there's probably some legs to it, because maybe they trickled that news out, maybe they didn't, maybe it's fabrication in total. But maybe Higgins is asking for a ridiculous in some ways, well-earned, but a ridiculous amount of money that, that the Bengals are like, we're not paying you that. And then he's going to start making a fuss, and he's not going to want to return. We want this trio to return. This is Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, uh, Jamar Chase. We don't want to break up the trio. Um so hopefully hopefully that gets worked out. They work out a long-term deal. I certainly don't want to see Higgins not on this roster because I feel like Joe Burrow is at his best when he has both his boys out there. And Joe Burrow struggled, not a lot, but he struggled to be the same player statistically when Chase has been out. So Chase is more important than Higgins, but Higgins is important. Higgins, Higgins is vital. They'd have to replace him somehow. Uh, Boyd's not going to get it done. I don't even know what Boyd's contract is. Maybe Boyd's a free agent, too. But uh, they need to – can you imagine if they drafted JSN, though? <laughs> like if Higgins left and they drafted JSN. But I don't know. I don't know if I want that because I want Chase to be the big dog, and I don't want a, a guy good as good as JSN on the roster to pull from Chase. Um, it'd be great for Burrow, though. But uh, Ben, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show.
1: Eddie, how's it going,
0: man? I'm good, bro. What do you th- First of all, what do you think about the Devontae Adams tweet? I know we talked last night, but are you feeling any different? Do you feel like he's, uh, he's really making a push for Aaron Rodgers, or was he more so trolling this guy back just to make him upset? What's your gut tell you on the Adams tweet? Because we know there's no information. He doesn't have any information, but we know that he's probably trying to push for it or troll. Which one is he doing?
1: Right, I'm guessing he's probably trying to push for it because he's not in control necessarily of – all the all the pieces on the board, you know, but he want I think he really wants to get his quarterback situation figured
0: out. Yeah, and what do you, what, what do you take on this mixing thing? Do you think the the Bengals make a bold move and release him, like very shortly, or do you think they just kind of wait on it and do what a, a lot of people do, a lot of teams do, is just sit on it until the process plays out? The only thing that makes me think this is different is this is pretty bad, man. If this is if these accusations are true, this isn't like some. Off the field, you know, uh, I'm not saying any domestic, like any domestic situation is horrible and it shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be looked at as one, one's oh more acceptable than other. They're all not acceptable to an extreme level. But like this particular situation, if he's out there with a, a weapon and pointing it at people, I think the Bengals have an obligation to treat it differently and not have this. We'll wait and see. Cause like, you got to think of it from this point. He's a danger. He's, he's got to be looked at as a danger, not just some, somebody that has a problem at home. He's menacing at home. Menacing at home is not acceptable, but it's not dangerous to the rest of the people at, at in the facility. It's not. It doesn't make the Bengals look like they're reckless with who they have on their squad. Like, being out there, being a menace on the streets, you know, pointing a weapon at somebody and saying what he, he reportedly said, if any of it's even true, if it can be corro- corroborated at all— and there's some kind of report with it, that I think the Bengals cut them. I think they say, forget this. We, we already want to get rid of them. Now we have an excuse to kind of get out of this situation. We're releasing them, and we have every right and legal right to do it. We're releasing them. I think that happens very, very soon if it didn't happen already.
1: Yeah, I'm, I agree with
0: that 100%. Uh, what else you got? Um, I have a question. Uh,
1: I don't. I, I don't have a complex understanding of like rookie contracts or anything, but I kind of feel like rookie running backs, like there should be some sort of thing in the rules where rookie running backs, specifically first, even second, third, fourth rounders, or even maybe not even depending on what round you get drafted, maybe just running backs should have incentives based on their workload, because running backs don't get paid anything compared to the amount of work they put in for their team.
0: Yeah. I don't think you could do it by round because then you know what would happen. You'd drive the value of them down even more, and then teams wouldn't draft running backs in round one no matter what because they wouldn't want to pay the incentives. But
1: right, It would have to be a usage thing.
0: Yeah, it would have um, to be. Or yards or usage. I mean, it would be interesting if the NFLPA did step in. I agree with you. I mean, it's ridiculous that that these quarterbacks, and they're the center piece of the team and they deserve big money, but when you're looking at Jalen Hurts and – and and these QBs like Jalen Hurts is looking at a 450 million dollar potential contract for like 9 10 years that's what he'll be looking at 450 mil is probably what he's going to get 450 to 500 um and an RB like Jacobs is going to get what not not a ton guaranteed but he's going to get like what like 12 to 15 million a a, a season for what two years maybe um maybe his you know he's gonna get he could end up raking in like 30 something million 40 million on the whole deal so it's crazy you're right it's crazy and the problem with rookies even more so on top of what you're saying the problem with rookies is they usually get their one more contract and they can never really get their second contract like by the time they're looking to get their second contract they're at that tipping point of falling off, and the really good ones at 27 years old will land that big deal, and then they'll fall off, and the team will look stupid uh, for giving them the big money yeah, on a second deal.
1: Or I don't know if you mean second deal by like the one after the rookie contract.
0: Yeah, so their third deal essentially. I'm saying there's right. yeah, so their first deal after their rookie contract um, is really their last opportunity because their third contract, their their second time trying to re up they're pretty much at that that dead area for running back age-wise. And so you really only even, get one shot coming off your rookie deal to get the big payday as their RB, and that sucks. So they should get a bigger payday for that short period of time, I agree. But I don't know that it'll ever be um, fixed, but RBs get screwed. No doubt about it.
2: For sure.
1: Yeah, most of them, will. I mean, a lot of them don't even have that opportunity to get that that first contract after their rookie season because, I mean, they can fall out, and by the time they're done with their rookie year, they could be 25, but not the rookie year, by the time they're done with their rookie contract, they could be 25, 26,
0: 27. Yeah.
1: Or just in they've had injuries maybe and nobody wants to pay them anymore.
0: Texans coach so. D'Amico Ryan's confirmed the team will be adding – to its quarterback room. We knew that. They're drafting they're drafting Stroud or, or Bryce Young with that two pick. And I don't think they trade it. I don't think they trade down. You come in as a I mean maybe Ryan's wants to build more depth or something. It's possible, but I I, I imagine that one of the reasons you take this job is because they're in the two pick. One of the reasons you take this job is because you know you have total control of the over the destiny of your squad at the quarterback position because there are two quarterbacks coming out that are highly touted and you have this two pick. So I think that that news is, is, is a no-brainer. There's other news right now. Cam Akers, um, the athletic, this is just an opinion piece, believes the Rams really hope to build off Cam Akers' accomplishment uh, uh, in December and January. Um, he'll be an interesting player to talk about because he really does have the only shot of any running back to ever return to top 10 running back form after an Achilles tear. We knew it wasn't going to happen this year. It takes at least the second or third year before players 100% from their Achilles tear. And a lot of people expected him to explode this year. And we just knew it wasn't going to happen. James Robinson, there was a little moment in time where people thought I was an idiot. And they're like, oh, James Robinson just took ETN's jump. And James Robinson, you know, couldn't do it. No, nobody can do it coming off the first year. Their first year back from a torn Achilles. But Cam will be an interesting case study. And I am open-minded to now that he has the full year recovered, um, a little over the full year. Now we can see maybe what's in store for him. But I'll tell you this, man. I get a sense that there's some kind of DeAndre Swift injury risk to Cam Akers, even if he proved he could, you know, look the part at the end of the year. I I still think at the end of the day, it's not that I don't think he could look good again. I think he can. But I feel like he has a whole lot of can uh, a whole lot of DeAndre Swift injury risk and disappointment still to wait await awaiting us if we were to go down this road. So I could be wrong on that. I might change my tune. Um, I'm open-minded. I certainly don't think anybody's ridiculous for thinking Cam Akers could finally have a big year. Uh, but I'm probably not going to be one of the people jumping on board because I just sense you know, and a lot of it's gut instinct. I, I can't really explain anything more than that. I just don't trust him. Uh, what do you think about Cam Akers, Ben?
1: I would I would draft him if he if he fell to me. Sort of like how you've been saying about Eckler, I'm not going to be reaching for him or taking him where, where he's getting drafted.
0: Yeah, Cam
1: Cam's uh,
0: Cam's an interesting running back. I was
1: going to say same for all the Rams, all the Rams. I'm just going to I'm not taking any Ram where they're getting drafted. Not probably.
0: What's the chat think about Cam Akers? Uh, is anybody buying in, or are 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 people? Uh or people out. When it came down to it, this is what Demico Ryan said on or no, Texans coach Demico Yeah, Demico Ryan's on his choice of coaching jobs. When it came down to it, there was no place I wanted to be any more than than H-Town. It was a no-brainer um to be here, be home. So, Demico, congrats to D'Amico. this It's a great spot for him. And and it's a great GM. It's a great. It's a great. I know it's been a shaky, um, joke of an organization for a while, but they really cleaned it up. And and and, uh, Casario traded away Deshaun Watson and cleaned up that Deshaun Watson mess that he inher- he inherited. He walked in when he walked in to to be the GM. This whole situation was in the middle of it, like Watson sitting out and. He cleaned it up immediately. Made one of the best trades you could possibly make for Deshaun Watson. Getting rid of a guy that a lot of us believe is not never going to return to his form. He could, but we'll see. Uh, D-Class says, what's D-Class saying? I'm not condoning his gross overuse of action, but let's not just mull over the fact that she's not a complete victim. I know, but D-Class, it's defending a guy that has done what he's done already, like I'm not going there. I appreciate you. I respect you. You can think what you want, and and I'm certainly okay with what you you think and whatever you want, but this guy has already, uh, uh, I think, ruined his ability to get the benefit of the doubt from anybody from what he did in in college, leveling a female, and, and I don't care what she did to him. He just walks up. You can watch the footage for yourself in college. It's like a food court area. Walks up to her. She's standing next to a table just cheap shots her and just completely knocks her out the one of the one of the most aggressive crazy crazy hits I've ever seen um so I just think that I don't care what she what this individual did to him he shouldn't have a a, a weapon and point it at people and, and do what he's doing so I don't know we'll wait and see if maybe there's some kind of weird circumstances that come out and he was trying to save someone's life <laughs> you know like then maybe we circle back D class I'll take my l. But I'm pretty confident, based on his past, that there's no life-saving situation or explanation that's going to defend Mixon's behavior. There's a warrant out for his arrest. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure I'm in the clear of taking an L on this one. But I'll be glad to take an L. I'll be glad. I'll be glad. I know, but to say that... that I think this is defending him though. You know what I'm saying? Like when you start saying things like, let's just say she's not a total victim. Like, let's not even go there. Like we can talk about her. Maybe she's got a case. Maybe there's a case against her and that can be looked at. But I'm not concerned about her case or her actions. I'm concerned about Mixon's behavior. I'm concerned about what other ple- other people would have done in his situation. And Mixon's making bad decisions again. And that's it. Um, but I appreciate your take. And I know. Uh, anyway, uh, looks like he hasn't changed. A true man. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not a man at all. Mixon ain't no man. Uh, ben, what else you got before I let you go?
1: Um, not too much. I hope the Bengals draft draft someone good like uh, Tucker or Gibbs, Arbanet. Go up yeah. and get B's
0: on. I think uh, they have to trade up to get Bijan. But, you know, you never know. Right. They could take that, that 28 pick and move it up to 9 or 10, 11, 12, and, and somehow land him. But it's... it's uh,
1: Maybe J- maybe mid-draft maybe mid he's sitting there at 13 or 14 and they go up and take it right then.
0: Yeah, they could. The thing about Jameer is you look at this, man, and Jameer's not going in the top 20. So, and Seattle doesn't need anybody. The Dolphins surrendered their 21. So... The Chargers aren't taking Jameer. He fits too much in the the mold of Kamara, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Eckler. Baltimore probably they 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 could, but I doubt they take him at 22. Minnesota they got Cook. They lost Madison, but you know they got Chandler. I don't think they're going that direction at all. Jacksonville, no way. Giants depends on if they franchise tag uh, Danny Dimes and sign Barkley to a long term deal, which is what I predict to happen. Dallas, uh, they could take him jerry jones could take a guy like jameer gibbs i guess there's a possibility uh dallas buffalo and cincinnati you know da- the reason dallas yeah. would look at it is because they like that combination of two running backs and zeke elliot they could move on from zeke and cut him and get a bunch of money back but there's also some dead cap hit so there's some consideration there for whether you move on from zeke but if they move on from zeke they may retain pollard and sign pollard to a long- longer-term deal. But the cheaper solution is to go Jameer Gibbs at 2026. 20, the only problem with that is if you've got money to spend and you can buy Pollard. And buy them relatively cheap comparatively to some of the other RBs like Barkley and Josh Jacobs. But buy Pollard for a decent amount. Then you can use that pick on something else that you need very, very badly to help support this offense. And, and keep Dak upright and keep Dak you know, doing d- Dak things when Dak's on point because um, they're, they're going to believe in Dak. They're going to still get behind Dak. They're not getting rid of Dak. People think Dak's getting traded or he's out. and No, I don't think that's the case. Um, but Dallas is a wild card there, at least, at 26. Buffalo is a, a wild card at 27. They would be amazing with Jameer Gibbs. I don't think any of us are going to complain. Those that want the Bengals to draft Jameer Gibbs, I don't think any of us are going to complain if Jameer Gibbs lands in Buffalo or Cincinnati. Those are the two best spots for an RB like that to land and Philly at 31 Philly who we say is an option for Bijan at 10 they may go different a different route at 10 and at 31 take Jameer Gibbs, Zach Charbonnet or Sean Tucker at 31 either way I'm happy as can be if Philly lands one of the big moon men running backs which are on this board right here the moon men look at them. Dropping. look at them. Bijan, Tucker, Gibbs, Charbonnet any one of those guys lands on Philly Space Monsters A Space Monster Indeed Alright Ben I'm gonna let you go Appreciate you for calling in
1: Alright Appreciate Smithy. Yeah I can't see uh, I can't see Zeke and Paul in Both in uh, Both in Dallas next year Maybe one or the other But Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, Smitty.
0: Later man Have a good night You too And yes uh, We've already put Mixon On planet Uranus And off he goes To the planet Known as Uranus And he's kind of The king of Uranus So let's actually put a crown on him. He is the king of planet Uranus. Here's your crown. Joe Mixon. Wear it. Um, You've earned it. You've earned it. Let's make sure. Let's rerun this and see what it looks like in real time. So I give you planet Uranus and its leader. Whoops. (laughs) Time to fly is true. The the Bengals are going to send you on your way okay here we go I give you planet Uranus and its leader
3: and off he goes to the planet known as Uranus
0: there he is the king of planet Uranus and his coach Kyle Shanahan this is quite a list right here uh, and those saying that P Ryan proved himself P Ryan I believe is 20 Earth 20 I think he's 31 years old and he's also a free agent. So he's not even scheduled to return. Although with this news they might offer him a real quick you know re up and say look this this running back market is crazy. There's no way you're going anywhere and getting paid. We'll pay you a little more than we should expect to pay, but let's get you um let's get you on 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 the squad for another year. So Prine could be added back on but he's a free agent. Uh Camara added next. So let's just do it now. <laughs> and off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. Where's Camara? Camara, where's my Camara image? Uh someone said can we get Shanahan off? Absolutely not, bro. He's the coach. He's he's uh I mean, even though Mixon's the leader, they do need a, you know, an OC. They do need a good OC. Mixon will be the coach because Shanahan doesn't isn't good at coaching, but he's a great offensive coordinator, a mastermind. He is. His scheme's amazing. His Uranus scheme is going to be phenomenal. Um, where's my Alvin Kamara image at? I can't find Kamara anywhere. Here he is. Alvin Kamara. Moon man ex- uh, your, your, your Planet Uranus extraordinaire. Here we go. Let's run it back one more time. I give you. Planet Uranus and leader and new planet Uranus extraordinaire, Alvin Kamara.
3: And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. We're
0: filling this board up quick. quick. This board's getting filled quick. We got so many people on the planet Uranus board. Uh, Menacing means he had a weapon. Yeah. Shipping up. To your, here it is. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who is this? This is Cali Loco. Cali, what's up, pal? Hey,
4: this could, you know, uh, indirectly, unfortunately, it happened this way. But uh, Burroughs passing yardage might go up this season. You know, I envision kind of a short passing game. You know, they might not have a running back they trust. That's not going to do all the plays. They're going to have to rely on them more. Yeah. What
0: do you think? Uh, uh, say that one more time.
4: I think furrow's passing numbers are going to go up this year.
0: They're yeah. going to
4: rely on the pass more. Uh, they could. passing,
0: accuracy. They could. they, passing, they, I they, mean, they could.
4: run just to keep a little balance, but I think more than last year. They could.
0: Um. They, they could lean on, on the pass more, but I think at the same time, if the Bengals bring in like a Jameer Gibbs – guess what you get to do? You get to do those dump-offs uh, a little bit better in, in a more effective fashion. Jameer Gibbs is Alvin Kamara 2.0. Um, he's the new Alvin Kamara. And so you you give him a player like that, or if you bring in a Sean Tucker, who could be very, very similar, Sean Tucker and Jameer Gibbs can equally be 900-900 type players. I, I I really love Sean Tucker. I've got him on the Moonman list for a reason. Let me hit that button, hang tight real quickly.
3: The moon men, dropping
0: loads As you can see, space. we've got Tucker, Charbonnet, Gibbs, and Bijan on this board. Tucker and Gibbs are very, very, very similar in their ability to pull in passes and be electric in the receiving game. Gibbs is a little bit more on the surface, a 900-900 prototypical type of player where you don't want him running for 1,400-1,500 yards. Uh, I think I missed a couple super chats earlier. Oh, good God. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, let's see. Spacula says, check my trade in the sniping SOBs if you get a chance. Spacula, you you still here, pal? Okay. Spacula, I hate to do this to you, but you call me out in the middle of the show with a super chat, which I totally appreciate. And then I got to bring this, this, uh, trade offer that you're going to send me out in the open. And I'm not, no offense, Spacula, but you've been offering me some of the worst trades I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) They're so bad, bro. They're so bad. Sons of... Okay, so let me see if I can pull this up. Uh... Sons of B League. Here it is. I'm just going to... I'm not going to even evaluate the trade until I get it on my screen. Okay? So here are spacula's two incoming trades. I haven't looked at them yet. I'm going to send them to my computer, and I'm going to put them on screen, and we're going to look at them together. I can almost guarantee they're going to be two of the worst trades you've ever seen in your entire life. All right, here we go. Ron Navy, I know you're on on hold there. Tell me what you think of this trade and then uh, uh, Cali Loco, hang tight. All right, so Spacula says he wants my Kelsey and he'll give me Deonta Foreman and Njoku. Spacula says he'll give me a 2023 first rounder and Njoku for Kelsey. That's the best offer he's ever sent me in his life. I don't even know where that first rounder is, though. But uh let me look at that one. That's the only that's the best offer he's ever sent me in my entire life. And it looks like it's a one point eight. So the answer is no. I should have put that on because that's actually the real trade hold on. I don't know why it doesn't show you the first round pick value. But here here it is. Let me put this back on screen. This is the this is the best offer. The first one is par for the course and Joku and Foreman for Kelsey. That's par for the course for speculation. <laughs> He's trying to rake me over the coals, just trying to blast me, bro. And then this is the best offer he's ever sent me, and Joku the 1.8 a second and a uh, hundred dollars of fab money for Travis Kelsey, which I'm gonna reject both of those. But Spacula, I so appreciate you, my my guy. Um, the only reason I call you out is because you you super chat it, you make it public, so I want to make the whole process public. But I I love I love getting his offers because they're they're a good laugh. But Spacula, come on, man. <laughs> Offer me something amazing for once. Uh Ricky Williams would never, says Isaac. Isaac, appreciate your super chat. Ron Navy, what can I do for you, pal? Ron Navy. Hold on, Smitty. Hold on. There's a. By the way, there was a second rounder and Joku, the 1.8, and the second rounder in the first trade, and the other one uh, was a 2025 first. I apologize, I apologize. Ba- I'm sorry, Spacula. I I gave false information. The first one it had a had a, an assets click more for more, and I didn't do that. So let me put this to be fair to Spacula. Let me put the first trade up so you guys know that he didn't just offer me that for Kelsey. Here's what his actual trade was. I apologize, Spacula. I didn't see that extra piece that was hidden cuz they don't show it. This is the the original one. And Joku Foreman Bateman, 25 first. Okay. In a second. So getting you getting a little bit better. Getting a little bit better, but I'm not trading Kelsey. I'm not trading Kelsey. All right. I don't know where Ron went, but uh, uh Cali Loco. What else you got, Cali? Yeah.
4: Oh, the other thing was uh uh something to add for your the Moonman. How about a little ha 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 coming out of the fire for little Smitty?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, she she does it all the time. Let me bring her in here real quick. And see see if she can uh, do that. Is there any way we can see little Smitty?
4: <laughs> and then the the, the rocket's going out, coming out of the fire. You can have a little ha
0: ha ha. She's getting screamed at right now, so I I think she's in trouble. So we'll have to. Well, have to run that back later. I, I opened the door and I said, is there any way? And I heard a five, four, three, two, one, now. Like Miss Smitty's doing the countdown thing. So I don't know what she's in trouble doing. But uh, anyway, uh, Ron, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, uh, Hod Prime said you might have been talking to Joe Mixon's lawyer on the other line. And that's why you had to put me on hold. But what's up?
2: <laughs> Actually, no. I called you and then all of a sudden my wife hands me dinner. So I was like, I had my hands
0: full, uh, <laughs> what,
2: uh, when no. you think that the Bengals won't use a, a draft pick or a high draft pick for RB, they'll, they'll like, what if they go after like, um, cause they need that help on the offensive line. What about Jacobs? What about if they were
0: to put money into Jacobs and grab Jacobs? He'd be a good fit there. Definitely a possibility. I think you could also just draft an RB later, but yeah, you could you could take like a Sean Tucker later because Sean Tucker most likely is going to be electric at the combine and raise his value. But there's still a a possibility he falls to like the third round. There's still a possibility Bigsby will fall to the to the later rounds for them. Um, I, I think uh, Charbonnet may or may not go in the second round we don't know it's all about combine and pro days and all that but uh, I think I think Sean Tucker is gonna put on a show Sean Tucker is gonna run the fastest 40 time and he's gonna look like a monster he's gonna catch the football well he's gonna look electric and explosive It wouldn't shock me if the entire world got behind um got behind uh, this this Sean Tucker in the second round movement. Like he's, he's fun. like, I could, I could see the entire world getting behind him being the number two RB in the draft class. Like Sean Tucker could be the second drafted running back, um, in 2023 in the NFL draft. Hold on. D class has been spamming the chat for me to read this. Cause I think he thinks that I, I think something about what he said earlier, misunderstanding me, Smitty. We are on the same page about Mixon being a POS. I was just saying she probably wouldn't have gotten hit hit. If, let's that's But you're still, Bro, you're still, you're you're digging a hole, a hole again. Like, it's not like what you're saying is taking away the fact that there's some defense there. You're defending him in a sense, saying that she, don't worry about it. I, I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying I disagree that there's any explanation whatsoever, any way to even uh, uh, try and, defend Mixon's behavior because of his past if this was like the first time we'd ever heard anything i'd probably want to wait it out and see what's going on this guy leveled a woman a female who was completely defenseless and knocked her out and if if anybody hasn't seen that footage and doesn't think that he should 100 uh not be given the benefit of the doubt right now in his current situation i don't know what to tell you but uh, I appreciate you, D-Class, but what I'm reading isn't, it isn't changing what, what, uh, what I disagree with about, about it. But it's fine. I, I, I get you think he's a POS, but there's no defending him in my mind. Zero. Zero. D- like, blaming the victim at all. Like, we could talk about the victim separately if we wanted to analyze that angle. But right now, we're analyzing just Joe Mixon. I'm not talking about her, what mistakes she's made. But Joe Mixon shouldn't be doing any of the things he's doing. I don't care what kind of thing triggered it. It doesn't matter. What what would Patrick Mahomes do if he was in the same exact situation as Joe Mixon? Would he have done what Joe Mixon did? Then it doesn't matter what the the the, the victim did. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't it has zero it has zero to do with it. I'm sorry, go ahead. And I, I love you, D class. Don't don't get mad at me. I'm just you don't need to explain it anymore. Let's just move on. Cause I I don't really want to address it. Because <laughs> I'm gonna disagree with you. But I uh, appreciate you, uh, Ron. What were you saying? No,
2: I was just saying it, it makes a lot of sense to me. Like if they were to go after uh, Jacobs,
0: he costs and then, a lot. Um, he costs a lot.
2: Yeah, but then, but they're gonna if they if they use their draft picks for an offensive line or whatever to beat that up, um, it's worth the cost because what else do they got? I mean, Burroughs. Under contract, what else do they got to pay on? I mean, do they have any big guys they have to resign? I don't think so.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they, I mean, they yeah, I mean they do. They they have oh. T Higgins. They have T Higgins. They got to resign. T Higgins is asking for the world. He wants a he wants a top five like wide receiver type of salary, and so they they either have to trade him or extend him, or there could be problems in Cincy. So. They kind of do have a big signing they need to take care of, in, in T Higgins. But I just think that if you can address, if you can get Sean Tucker, and like, what is their second round pick? I imagine, I'm, I imagine it's the same pick. I'm just in the second round. Let's see, 2023 Bengals NFL draft picks. Oh, the Bruce called. The Bruce, call back in one more time. I didn't mean to miss your call. Call back in, Bruce. The Bengals have pick sixty. Okay, so if the Bengals can take pick sixty and move it up to get Sean Tucker, then then I think I think that's a cheaper, even better solution than Jacobs. I'd rather have Tucker than Josh Jacobs, but that's coming from somebody that's that loves Tucker. I love Tucker, bro. I think Tucker could be phenomenal. He's on the Moonman list for a reason, you know. But Jacobs, um, I get it. He's proven he did really really well. But give me that move up from sixty. But I, I do agree with you, like, it, it, your your solution would be pretty decent. It would be very, very decent, but then it presents, like, can you re-sign Higgins? What if you move the 60 pick up into kind of where this, this Cincinnati 28 overall pick is? Maybe, like, let's say 33, 34, 35, top of the second round, which is where most running backs will go. That's where Javante Williams went. Um, so very, very possible that you move 60 to, like, 34. By giving up some kind of future draft capital, you draft offensive line if you're Cincinnati at 28. You draft Sean Tucker at like 34, and you give T. Higgins the bank. Just give him the bag. Wouldn't that be a uh, kind of a better solution than losing T. Higgins and signing Josh Jacobs, though? You know what I mean? Unless they get a receiver. A yeah, rookie but rec- how
2: much? How much? I mean, running backs aren't going to command as much money. Even even Jacobs isn't going to command all that much more money. I mean, he's going
0: to get decent, but you should be able to sign them both, couldn't you? Uh, let me see what Jacobs is... I mean, what is Jacobs signed a four-year, $11 million contract with the Raiders. That was his last contract. How much is, is Josh Jacobs getting paid? Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it's going to be like the... It's going to be a pretty big deal. It's going to be a pretty big contract. Predicting a potential Josh Jacobs contract. Uh, Looks like that contract could be in the range of... um, Let's see here. After the Raiders declined to pick up his fifth-year option, which would have have paid him $8 million in 2023, the fourth-year running back went, went out to get himself a rushing title. Hold on, let me see. There's a lot of Raiders... What is his projected contract going to be? Anybody have a guess on what his contract is going to be? I'm trying to find a, an accurate depiction of what's the price tag. I'm trying to find what people are predicting. I would imagine it would be somewhere around like $12 million a year. I would say, I would say I'd say it's gonna be twelve million a year times at least three or four. You know, so it's gonna be a hefty price tag. I don't know how much will be guaranteed. I'd imagine thirty to forty million will be guaranteed. I would say twelve I would say Jacobs gets twelve to fourteen million a year. That's a lot. That that makes that mm-hmm. means where you can't you can't really sign T Higgins, you know. But they could just let T. Higgins be unhappy, I suppose.
2: They could.
0: I mean, Jacobs to me, he seems like a perfect fit for them. Yeah. Uh, the Bruce. I mean, Bur- we got the Bruce on, on hey, the line. Hey, the hey. Bruce, what's up, my guy?
1: Uh, for the Bengal solution, do I think um bad thinking it could be Pollard or Madison?
0: He gets right to business. I love it. Um, first of all, Bruce, we appreciate you. We missed you. Um, I miss you too. The Bengals, Pollard, or Madison? Possible. Possible. Mm-hmm. Pollard would be interesting. Hey, hey, Ron, I kind of like Ron's idea, but maybe Pollard, because Pollard's going to command like 8 to 10 mil, I'd imagine. So maybe, what about using your 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 thinking, but with Pollard?
2: Yeah, but they're not going to, they're probably going to look more away from it, because he's coming off a broken leg. So, who knows if he's going to lose anything without I mean, I know they got to do all their their stuff and everything, but I'd be a little leery about that. Yeah, I mean, it's a good
0: solution, Ron. I'll hey. be happy. I'll be happy if your if your plan goes into motion because you technically could just leave T Higgins where he is, address it, but you don't want to lose him. So a lot of times these players get extended early because you don't want to you don't want to lose them. But right. I would say, like, if they get Jacobs and they keep T Higgins, you know. Here comes Super. Here comes the Super Bowl twenty twenty three. You know that's it's a, a great. It's a great. I think
2: he be, yeah. He could be the piece that they're missing, and then if they shore up their offensive line in the draft, um, yeah, they could easily be a force to be reckoned with next year,
0: again. All right, this is Spacula's best offer he's ever given me in his entire life. I want to get you guys, before I say anything, I want to get you guys' honest take on it. I want to give Spacula the benefit of the doubt. I want to give him a fair trial, uh, a, a draft pick trial. So, Ron Navy, I'm going to read off his trade offer. It's on screen for everybody to see. Spacula, his trade offer is he receives Travis Kelsey in a dynasty league from me in this follower league that I have with him. I get Njoku Bateman, the 1.8 in 2023 and a 2025 first rounder.
2: I'd keep Kelsey. Mm-hmm.
0: Specula's egging on the chat. He wants this well, deal so bad.
2: Uh, well, I know I know. when I come to you and ask you about trade offers that I get it out of like this, you like,
0: no way in heck. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm asking for your honest opinion before I give you my, my, my answer.
2: Yeah, I'd say no.
0: Look, I here's the the thing. The reason that we're probably not getting a deal done, spec, is I I don't I don't love the 1.8. I like it. I'm sure when I'm on the clock at 1.8, I'm gonna be mad. I didn't, you know, try and get the 1.8 more. You know, like if I see the player that's sitting there, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, I like that. I like that. Um, but the 1.8 isn't moving the needle for me. You give me the 1.2 or 1.1, you're gonna get Travis Kelsey for me. So my advice to you, Spac, is instead of sending me the same offers over and over of things I don't want, and I, I clearly don't want the 1.8, uh, go get the 1.1 or 1.2, and then come back to me, and then we'll make a deal. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I I don't uh, I don't I don't value the 1.8 a whole lot, and I don't care about 2025 right now. So I'd rather win this year. I'd rather I'd rather run it back. And win this year, pal. I don't know what I placed in this league. Probably didn't do well. Let's see. Did I have injuries? What did I, what did I have going on? What's my team in this? I don't even know what my team is in this league. I'm rejecting trades. I don't even know what my team looks like. I've got Kelsey, Mahomes, Diggs, Hopkins. I definitely lack depth. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not against rebuilding with this team. But Kelsey, Mahomes, Diggs could still win. It still could win. Even though I'm hurting at RB pretty bad. It could still win. I got I got riddled with injuries. I had Gibson on this team. I haven't had time to really kind of reshape it over the years, so I've just left my team the kind of the way it is. Because I keep rejecting Spax trades. Uh and I don't I don't actively look to trade because I don't have time. So I'm gonna say no to that, but I appreciate you, Spacula. Thank you so much. Go get the one point one or one point two, pal, and then we'll have a deal. Uh the Bruce, what else you got, Bruce?
1: Uh, do you think there's been rumors, because I'm on a Vikings fan page, they said that they might trade Cook and keep Madison, what would you think of
0: that? Well, they can't keep Madison because he's a free agent, so they could re-sign Madison, but trading Cook is going to be very, very tough because his like the like a 90-year-old man's shoulder, maybe 100, 100 100-year-old man. Like you, you put you put two shoulder scans next to each other. You probably look at the hundred year old man and go, "That's Dalvin Cook's shoulder. That looks not too bad." And you look at Dalvin Cook's shoulder and you go, "That's the that's a deceased person's shoulder. It's been in a casket for ten years." I like his his yeah, shoulder mangled, was... mangled to the point where he doesn't even sit out anymore when he when he dislocates it because it's already shot. He just puts on his, his vest and holds the, the holds the boc- the the ball in the socket, and just goes and plays football. Um, he's also kind of like on the tipping point of declining. So I find it hard, hard for anybody to want to trade for him. And what's his contract look like? Let me pull up his contract. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook contract. Let's see what it looks like. Let's see how attractive his contract even looks to a passer buyer. Um, looks like he's a free agent in 2026. <laughs> wow. Uh, there's definitely some outs in contracts. So let me go over that real quick. So let me drop Dalvin Cook's contract on screen here, Brucey, and let's see if anybody be willing yeah. to trade for this bad boy. All right. Here we go. He's also got, you know, these like lingering off-the-field issue potential things that pop up once in a while, too. But in 2023, he's owed a base salary of 10.4 mil. He's got a signing bonus of three. He's got a roster bonus of only 50,0. Not bad. Dead cap six mil. 2024 dead cap three he could definitely be a cap casualty next year um i don't think this is an awful contract for someone to take on but i certainly feel like you know it it would it would depend on the team that would need a now running back and wouldn't be worried about the long term with them they just want one year you know yeah when i
1: when i read that they were like like i said i'm on a vikings page because i'm a vikings page and I'm not a Kirk hater, I want to keep Kirk, uh, they said that uh, if we trade Dalvin, do you think we should re-sign Madison? I'm like, you know, I don't know that.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah, there's, there's, said- there's an RB on the Minnesota Vikings roster, guy Ty- Tyson Chandler, that uh, has a whole lot of upside. So... um. Ty Chandler is definitely a, a guy. Ty Chandler. Um, I don't think his name is actually Tyson. Ty is actually his name, Ty. But Ty Chandler is a, a explosive, fast RB, and I think that that he might potentially... Well, I'll even put him right now. The moon man
3: dropping loads in outer space.
0: As a potential reserve candidate, I'm just going to put him there. I'm not saying I'm going to leave him there. Space Moses. even tomorrow but he's got that capability to where we circle back and we're like this is one of those okay. uh those uh hold on the moon man dropping loads in outer space i had to move him down sorry okay now he's off my screen um he's got that potential moon man capability i want to put a couple moon men on that are huge swings like ty chandler um I feel like Khalil Herbert's a big swing now, but if the the Bears come out of the NFL draft without addressing the position, they bring in no big free agents, then everyone's going to be on board and it won't be a big swing anymore. But like James Cook might be on the Moon Men reserve list. Um, I'm trying to think of some other players that, that might crack the list, but, but James Cook, Ty Chandler, um, Khalil Herbert, those are all going to be on the reserve list.
4: How about the new Bengals running back? Whoever whoever it
0: becomes. He's already on the moon list, baby. It's Jameer Gibbs. Look at him. The Moon Man.
3: Dropping oh, okay, loads in outer space.
0: Uh, or Tucker. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, of course, whoever like let's say let's say Bigsby lands in Cincinnati. Bigsby will be a moon man. I mean, you, you are not wrong and you make a very, very valid uh uh or bring up a very very valid question. Like if the moon man if the Bengals get a player that's not on the list but, like, borderline, he'll definitely be on the move, man. I said that we'd only have four RBs, rookie running backs on there, but we could have a fifth if the Bengals or the Buffalo Bills draft a Bigsby or somebody that I, I don't love as much, but situation will turn them into a gem. I'm not a big uh, – couple of RBs that everybody loves in this rookie class that I just I'm not, I'm not behind one of them would have been Coram Blake Blake Coram I'm not huge on him I think everybody's missing the he, he reminds me a lot of uh, what's his name Spiller that went to the Chargers that everybody was enamored by oh my god this guy's gonna replace Eckler Spiller was awful he was awful his combine was awful his he's slower and, and not as good as other players on his own team when they replaced him uh during during games in college like he was no better than his his replacements and he just was on a, an offense where it looked like there was there's just a lot of production but spiller had no no ability to separate from the pack um coming out of the combine and everybody's excited about him he's a total bust candidate i kind of feel the same way about yeah, I, blake quorum
2: i drafted the heck out of him in uh best ball and that was a big disappointment
0: yeah Blake Quorum feels very similar. Like, could he improve? Like, he's going back to college. Maybe Blake Quorum, and I'm open-minded, maybe Blake Quorum, he gains something and and learns and improves and gets quicker and stronger and faster or something like that. But when I watch his film walking into this NFL draft class um, preparation for my draft prep, I'm, I'm not impressed whenever I watch Blake Quorum. I'm not. I don't understand it. Uh Okay Let's uh Let's go around the horn here Cali Loco Last thing you want to add Before I, I jump I'm going to go get food What can I do for you?
4: Uh, I like I like Ron's idea about Jacobs The only thing is I, I don't know if he's a Good enough pass catcher For the Bengals I want to see somebody With elite pass catching skills At the running back position For him But I do like his punishing style
0: Yeah he'd be interesting you would be for sure interesting. All right, appreciate you, Cali Loco. Thank you. Later. Uh, the Bruce. Any final words, the Bruce? And first of all, how you doing?
1: Oh, uh, you know, I'm all right. You know, just uh, punishing my body. You know, I finally took a day off because
0: I couldn't. I was too exhausted. <laughs> You're working out like a madman. I'm working out like a madman. That a boy, Brucey. I, I'm I'm trying um, to. I'm, I'm I'm still a little ways away. I do have my workout. Uh, we got 11 days, five hours and 30 minutes and 13 seconds before I need to be completely ripped. I was at 223 pounds in this photo. Uh, I'm probably not a bunch of I'm probably like four pounds down from this, but at least I'm I am working out. I'm running. I'm trying to trying to get toned, but. We'll see if I make I hit my mark. Eleven days. I'm not looking good right now, but maybe we got to extend this one more month. <laughs> I keep missing the mark, bro. I keep missing the mark. Uh, I'm ashamed of myself. I need you to. T- I need to take accountability for it, but I also need a couple people to do the challenge with me, so I'm not the only one by myself trying to push myself.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll do it.
0: Okay, Brucey's in. Anybody else is in? Please let me know in the comments, and we'll. We'll we'll push each other, but we gotta put uh we gotta put like a we gotta put this to the test. Um, super chats. We've got Spacula said look for one more. Appreciate Spacula, you super chatting to get a deal done. Clearly, Smitty cannot be bought on a, on a trade because Spacula has sent multiple super chats trying to get me to trade. So at least you know the league is is safe, knowing that I can't be colluded with. Uh, hey Smitty, I don't know if you saw this, but. I uh, just tweeted that Mixon's agent said his charges will be dropped tomorrow. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Hey. Uh, let, let me try and pull that up. The charges will be dropped tomorrow. And I don't think the NFL is going to be okay with that if he's waving around a a weapon. Um, I don't see that yeah. report yet.
1: Yeah.
0: But hey, we uh, thought Camaro well, 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 was going well, to well, get suspended and it just kind of blew over. But you never know. Yeah. No. All right, Brucey, I'll see you later, pal.
1: Oh, wait, I have one question. Yeah. If you, do you think if Rodgers stays in Green Bay that they'll trade Jordan Love?
0: If Rodgers stays in Green Bay, they'll trade Jordan Love absolutely.
1: Okay. Cuz I'd like to see him and Garrett Wilson together.
0: Yeah, cuz think about it if if let's say um thank you Tim for that. Uh, update, and here's that report. So, Tim, thank you. I'm going to put Tim's comment over here since Kim, Tim is the one that let me know that that was out there. I'm live, so I can't look at the news like I would if I was off off the show live. Um, so, I appreciate this, the help. Uh, think about it from this perspective. You're already wasting away Jordan Love. You either need to act and see what he can do this year, run him out there so that you know whether you want to like franchise tag him or whatever you got to do the next season, or, or you get rid of him, get draft ca- capital because... You're not going to franchise tag him. You're not going to retain Jordan Love in that fashion, uh, without seeing him play. So if Aaron Rodgers, you know, doesn't end up uh, getting traded, Jordan Love's on the move. Jordan Love's on the move. Hey, my 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 bands are are showing up here. My bands are in. My bands are. In. And just so you know, someone someone's calling, blocking the number. I don't answer calls from anonymous numbers because if you you call in and you 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 f around, you find you know you don't, you you'll find out. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. I'll, and I'll block you and it'll block your number if you keep trying to call an anonymous. So, so don't, don't, uh, try calling an anonymous. Hold on. We got, we got a special caller right now. We got a special guest, the voice of the fantasy football show intros, the man, the myth, the legend, the Voss, the Voss is on the line. What can we do for you, Voss.
4: Hey, Smitty! Just wanted to call and say you're doing a hell of a job. I've been listening, been um, hearing all their takes on the Super Bowl, on this mixing. Yeah, you can't give this guy any more leeway. He's proven that he wants to be a gangster, he wants to be running the streets, waving guns, and doing all kinds of things. I think Cincinnati's going to cut ties with him. Yeah. It's a shame because the kid has talent. But uh, like you said, he proved his his uh, worth when he punched that young lady in the bar. I mean, yeah. that was a that
0: and so, was a haymaker, and he
4: just blasted it.
0: We'll see if this is uh, there's any truth to this. But this report here, um, the Bengals agent um, Peter uh, Schaefer. Who said the misdemeanor charge against Mixon will be dropped Friday? It was a rush to judgment. They're dropping the charges first thing in the morning. I really feel that the police have an obligation before they file charges because of the damage that it can that can be done to the person's reputation, to uh to their work. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Even if this gets dropped, if if there was him waving around a weapon. And saying the things he said, I don't know how the, the. Why are the charges getting dropped? Why would they get dropped? If all that, if those reports are true, if the reports aren't true, then someone could say, "Smedy, you have a rush to judgment, but guess what? He's got a past that makes me want to rush to judgment. So.
4: Exactly.
0: I mean, and I he, bet there's a video, just
4: like the Alvin Kamara video. I guarantee there's a video somewhere.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't know why you would drop, why charges would be dropped. I mean, the person could be dropping them for whatever reason or wanting to drop the charges. But if a crime's been committed and the police are already involved, it's not like somebody saying, I don't want to press charges anymore. We'll make this go away. If he was doing something illegal, like waving a weapon around, if that was true, maybe it wasn't true. Maybe the first report was wrong. Then then the police aren't just right. going to drop the charges. So we'll see if this is true. We'll find out. But th- this is interesting. Hey, it's Benny. Yeah. Tell everybody to make sure
4: to get your Grindhouse sweatshirts. Buy those sweatshirts. They look fabulous.
0: Go get your Grindhouse apparel over at Grindhouse.com. D-R-N-D-H-A-U-S, like the man just said. And we're bringing Grindhouse back for another year. All right, appreciate you. Uh, Can we get one more? Uh, You're watching the fantasy football show? or sure.
4: you're watching a fantasy football show live <laughs> from the Smitty uh, from the FantasyFootball.com studios. <laughs> it's
0: the I appreciate fantasy fantasy you, Voss. Show.
2: The man is the legend of Voss.
0: The Voss, appreciate you, Voss. All right,
2: hey, you guys, take it easy.
0: Let's go fly Philadelphia, fly Phillies, uh, fly Eagle, fly. Let's go. Appreciate you, man. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Uh, Take care. Yeah, uh, Brocy, Last last words.
1: Oh no, that was the last thing I had. With where what would uh, Jared? What would uh, the compensation have to be for love?
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know because, what the compensation yeah. would have to be. Um. By the way, whoever keeps calling anonymous, you just got blocked because I already said that, you know, you, you block your number. I'm not going to answer your call. So, you get yeah, blocked.
1: Yeah, I here that ring, too.
0: Yeah, you get blocked that way. Uh, I don't know what the compensation will be, bro. I'd probably say, hmm, I don't know. We'll have to see, bro. That'll be very, 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 very All tough right. to. All right. See you guys. I had a very. I'm right, um, uh Appreciate it. All right, it. I'll see you. Later, br- Appreciate yep, you, my man. You Ron, anything else?
2: Yeah, well, you know, I kept telling you, you need to get on full carnivore like I'm doing. I'm, I had my um, follow-up uh, appointment after my heart cast today to make sure my, where they went into my wrist was doing good and all that, and all that was good. They got me up on the scale. I'm down 14 by just doing the carnivore, and you know how short a time that's been.
0: boy, Attaboy. boy. Fourteen pounds. That's so, so, uh, good. That's good we'll, for a boy your age. We'll
2: that's good. Just do it for a month, thirty days, thirty day challenge, carnivore. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, none bro. Of that,
0: That's awesome. None of Congrats. that
2: twenty calorie drink that you're doing. No calories. Cut uh, out all. I need
0: I, it. I need. A, I, need oh, I need to sip on on uh, something, bro. But uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I need to drop some more lbs, water, but that's it. water,
2: water, water, water. Come on, I'm doing it. You can do it. Thirty days. That's it. Nobody's telling you to do it for life. Thirty days and you'll hit your goal. Thirty days. Yeah. Just strict carnivore. You'll hit your goal.
0: Yep. Guaranteed. All right, Ron Navy. Appreciate you.
2: All right. Later. Later. We're supposed to do this together.
0: I know. I'm doing I'm still doing it. I'm just not dropping as the weight as quickly, but I'm still working out being a beast. Being a beast in my own way. You're not I'm telling you,
2: do the full carnivore. 30 days, bro, and you
0: hit it. All right, Ron, appreciate you, man. Later. All right, people. Um, That is all she wrote. Appreciate you all being here. I'm live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. I'm live whenever news breaks, and I'm also live Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, midnight Eastern. Appreciate you all. I work for you. I'll see you all later.